The Brewery Adventures podcast is sponsored by Rivalry Brews. Get beer shipped directly to your door from RivalryBrews.com. Rivalry Brews is an Ohio-based small business, and their craft beer boxes are a great gift idea for the beer drinker in your life. I personally use and love their service because there's no better mail than beer mail. Featuring top Ohio breweries like Urban Artifact, Twin Oast, Saucy Brew Works, Great Lakes, Fretboard, Masthead, Fatheads, and more, Rivalry Brews ships beers to 41 states. Get $5 or $10 flat rate shipping on all 12 plus beer orders and use code MMA McKinney for 10% off your order at rivalrybrews.com. That's code MMA McKinney for 10% off your order at rivalrybrews.com. Didn't get too far. Nineteen miles to the gas range now, and I never walked that far before. It tastes like candy and cigarettes, and at that point, I hadn't tasted anything better yet. Got that love that can make. Welcome back to Brewery Adventures. I'm your host, David McKinney. Joining me today is the familiar voice, Joel Geyer, a.k.a. Brewery Travels. Today we're discussing a brewery that is near and dear to the hearts of many, located in Hershey, Pennsylvania, and we're talking about Trogues Brewing Company. So, uh, yeah, Joel, um, first off, welcome back in. I know uh, you're staying staying busy not as much on the on the brewery trail uh, these days, but uh, still staying busy nonetheless. Yes, that's for sure, David. Thanks again for having me on. It's always a uh, a pleasure to be able to be here and talk about one of the many many breweries that you and I have both had the great experience of, of visiting. And yeah, we're we're back home in Milwaukee for for the time being. We just bought a new house and are selling our old one, so that's you know can be quite the process but still hoping to get back out there later this summer and in, in the fall to hit maybe a few more little trips here and there but uh yeah looking forward to talking about trogues though for sure like i got some fun little stories about them yeah so first off i did want to give you a shout out so you did an episode um you on your podcast brewery travels about uh south central pennsylvania yes um which is that harrisburg york um, and then of course Hershey area. And you guys did talk a lot about Trogue. So, um, if you want to hear, um, more f- from some people who are, are, are locals to that area, yes. uh, check out that episode of brewery travels. So, um, yeah, that was, it's interesting going to that area and, um, Trogues is definitely the biggest name. Um, I had spent some time, um, in Eastern, I guess, whatever, South central Pennsylvania, uh, before, didn't really know that there were that many breweries and, and maybe there weren't that many when I was there, but I'd been to um, uh, Appalachian Brewing and... Um, Which is a chain for those that are unfamiliar. Yeah. They have a whole bunch of locations all over that area. And I'd been to one other one. Um, that was a, a pretty big one, but had never been to Trogues. It had always been on my list. Um, 
and finally made it out there. So, um, yeah, so it's located uh, in Hershey, Pennsylvania, which, of course, is the home to Hershey Park, Hershey's Candy, uh, whether you like Kit Kats or Reese's or Twizzlers or uh, York Peppermint Patties. Or just uh, a classic Hershey bar. <laughs> <laughs> or Hershey, yeah. Of course, Hershey Bar, Hershey Kisses. Um, yeah, they is definitely a chocolate town. Um, and so, of course, you know, you, you get a lot of people from uh, you know, obviously around Pennsylvania, around the East coast, uh, visiting Hershey, Pennsylvania. So, um, it's interesting in that, uh, Trogues, which has been around for, um, for a while, I believe they've been around since the late nineties. Uh, they yeah, their, decided, their original, yeah. their original location was in Harrisburg, 1996. Yeah. And they decided to open up a huge production brewery, um, in, uh, it moved in the fall of 20, 2011, yep. 90,000 square feet, uh, a huge open tap house uh, with mm-hmm. a full view of the brew house. Um, this is what I think a lot of people expect when they go into a large brewery. And I love the mix that they did with um, making it kind of a, a quote unquote traditional brewery. So, you know, you know that you're in a, a craft brewery making it touristy, but not too touristy. They have a gift shop. They have a, um, a self-guided tour, which I really enjoyed. Um, if you're into like the, the process of, of, you know, making beer, brewing beer, anything like that, it's, I'm always looking at like every brewery that I go to, I try to find their, their brewing system. I mean, most of them, it's just, you know, once you see one stainless steel, you see all of them, but, uh, it still is cool to see people's people's setups. Um, and they, and see, you know, kind of just how they, they lay things out. Um, but yeah, I mean, what, what was your first impression, um, upon going to the, to the brewery? Because I know you went there pretty recently. You were there, I believe last year, right? Yeah, I was there this past late summer, early fall. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, so it was, or actually here I can look at, cause I have it pulled up here. I want to say, yeah, I think it was, yeah, it would have been late summer ish. Um, but as you kind of described it, it really is an impressive facility. It's not a brewery because, you know, occasionally there are these bigger name breweries that are still in kind of like the brew pub kind of center that they, they don't have like this big expansion of a, of a building and you walk in and it, it's enormous. It, it might be, it's one of the best brewery um, merchandise stores, gift shops that I've ever been to. I think, you know, Sierra Nevada is another one that comes to mind in terms of best like gift shop in terms of the variety of, of options that you can buy, but it really is huge. You can buy all the different beers, tons of different, you know, apparel and different trinkets, all that kind of good stuff. Um, and then walking up, yeah, I mean, you just, you really have so many choices um, when it comes to the beer too, like they, they, cause they have a really nice mix of, they have their classic beers, you know, the, the Troganator, the Perpetual IPA, the beards that people know. Um, and then they also had th- some of the more interesting beers that, you know, when you go to a big brewery, you like to try things that you haven't been able to try before. Because oftentimes, you know, it's the same thing with Sierra Nevada. It's fun to go and have a pale ale, but you also want to try beers of Sierra Nevadas that you don't get yeah. to try any other where else. Um, and so, you know, they had like a lime raspberry tart ale, uh, you know, when I was there. So, you know, they just doing a bunch of different things and, uh, I had really good service when I was there. It's just a really cool, like you, like you mentioned, it has the modern feel of a brewery, but it just overall, it's just got a really good atmosphere in, in general. Uh, so that I really just enjoyed the visit as a whole. Yeah. I think they, my, my impression when I went there was that they, 
um, kind of perfectly timed their expansion in that they, you know, are a brewery that's been around and they have the size and they had, you know, the, the ability to expand, but then they didn't expand too early and before that, the quote unquote craft beer boom in that early, you know, 20, 2010s uh, time period. Um, and they got to see what other people were doing and what people wanted in a craft brewery. And they were able to kind of build around that. Um, you see some breweries, like you mentioned that are, are older and they've been around for a long time that it's, it's not a, a great like experience in terms of the tap room or, or it's, you know, you're going to a brew pub, um, like great lakes, which I, mean, I love great lakes and they have an awesome location here in Ohio, but it's, it's truly a brew pub and it's a dining experience and not like a, what you would see, what would you think, what would you, what you would think of as a modern, you know, sort of quote unquote craft brewery uh, or uh, you know, brewery visit. So uh, we're going to talk more about the beer, uh, more about uh, visiting Hershey, Pennsylvania. Uh, but first we're going to take a quick break. Welcome back to the Brewery Adventures podcast. Joining me today is Joel Geyer, aka Brewery Travels, and we're discussing Trogues, uh, I guess Trogues Independent Brewing Company. And I love that they put that in there um, just in case anybody ever uh, has a question. Um, they are very, uh, very proud to be independent, um, which I love. They are like very, very high on the list of like, you know, if a brewery ever sold out, who would you be surprised? I think Trogues is definitely one that I would be yeah. shocked if they ever, you know, potentially sold out. I and mean, we're seeing more and more of, um, you know, I'm going to Grand Rapids. We saw just in the past few years, we've seen uh, founders um, sell out. We saw Bells earlier this year. Um, even New Holland, even though they technically haven't sold out, um, Pabst owns like a percentage of the brewery. Um, and that's just in that kind of, you know, Grand Rapids Kalamazoo Holland area but Trogues is one that that definitely hasn't I I, I mean I'd never say never but I would be floored if uh, if they ever became uh, a, a a non-independent brewery yeah for sure I mean I definitely agree with that they they are fiercely independent and they they have though like one thing I want to get into before we get too into the beers you know one of my one of my stories with with Trogues is that they they're a big brewery but they're very in tune with like their quote unquote fans and their consumers. Um, so, you know, it would have been spring of 2020 when I first, when, you know, early beginning of the pandemic, I had, I held on my brewery account, the brewery madness, the 64 brewery bracket of some of the largest and both most well-known breweries from best breweries from around the country that I seeded and then had Twitter polls um, for them. And Trogues managed to just, win the whole thing which shocked me because i think i had them slotted in like an eight or nine seat or something like that in the east region or northeast region um and i believe they beat off the top of my head trillium allagash the alchemist hill farmstead bells and like russian river i think they went through an absolute gauntlet yeah. of breweries <laughs> to get there and the reason that this happened was obviously i mean their beer their beer is good i mean all the breweries in the bracket beer was good but they were so active on social media. They were quote tweeting every single thing. They were retweeting. They were replying to people. Uh, they were really got behind it. And I mean, I have a I have a nice following on Twitter, but it's nothing like that of what Trogues has, obviously. And so when you have a brewery with tens of thousands of followers retweeting it to everybody, that makes a difference. Um, and so when they won, I remember telling them, and I, at the time I didn't think it was going to happen anytime soon, but I was like, I remember like, Oh man, like I have to, you guys are now at the, you know, towards the top of my list. I have to make sure to get out there and visit you guys. And 
little did I know, you know, year and a half later, I, I, I would be able to make that happen. Um, but yeah, that was just a fun little thing that I just, the number of breweries that I have really good interactions with on social media, like in terms, like I have a decent number of them, but in terms of percentage of the total breweries that I visited, it's, it's kind of few and far between in reality. And so when the, like a big brewery like that is so engaged with people, it's, it's really cool to see. Yeah. And uh, I had a, a funny, a similar story um, I did on my other podcast, uh, Beers and Beards. We wanted to do, because I love flagship, flagship February, which is, you know, kind of sort of a thing, but not really. Um, but it, it reminds me every February to go back and like, hey, I'm going to try somebody's flagship beers. So I came up with, I think, 16 of uh, flagship beers. And I, I didn't include Ohio uh, breweries just because, you know, I, I ended up doing an Ohio uh, specific bracket later. But Trogues, uh, I went through and actually picked uh, the wrong beer that wasn't even their flagship beer. I picked Nugget Nectar, which is their January release fantastic beer but uh it it was not their their flagship beer it's actually actually perpetual so i may <laughs> upset a lot of people with that but uh so i changed <laughs> in the second round and, and they ended up winning with perpetual it doesn't matter which beer i guess um but yeah they were very uh interactive as well um and in that and and yeah it it made it mean same way you know, just the interaction of like they're like hey you know this it seems like a cool thing that we want to win like if you're going to mention us we want to win Might right as well and, yeah uh, the the one thing i did want to mention too so if you ever do go to hershey and, and go to hershey park you don't have to go far from hershey park it's right next door to yeah. hershey park is uh is trogues there's another brewery um and i was trying we passed it and we were it was kind of getting late so we we didn't end up stopping just because we wanted to make sure we had plenty of time at trogues but there's another brewery right down the street right on the same um the same road um and i'll have to look it up but uh yeah the so um definitely if, if you're in that area i feel like trogues is is a uh, must visit um, yeah for sure i mean well like if you go and listen to my podcast too like they talk about it's it's semi spread out because you know you're talking about some different cities but there are a lot of good breweries in and around the, the harrisburg area as well as down into york that are all you know within very short drives of each other uh, for the most part so it really is a kind of a an, an underrated little piece of, of of the beer culture or beer craft culture um in my opinion because there are there's a there's you know trogues is kind of the anchor essentially when you have this large regional brewery that is you know known by people pretty much far and wide but then there it's also dotted with these really great breweries and i know you went to some of them as well um but you know you have places like evergreen uh collusion uh you know that there's a lot of really good beer being made in that area yeah actually um only unfortunately got i went i went to collusion which is in york Mm -hmm. um i you know which we'll get more into kind of my my long road trip um maybe on a, on a different podcast but flew into harrisburg uh and then went to to collusion in york i uh, visited my grandma who actually lives in york and then the same night drove up to um to trogues uh, to visit there so in pennsylvania we only got to two but i really i'm a fan of collusion too um yeah they they do um some some really good beer and it's a, a really cool like York is a is a an old industrial town, and a lot of the buildings are now being repurposed, and now it's becoming a big art art community. Yeah. Um. So there's tons of like murals on the walls and things like that. They're very forward about what their beers are. They're kind of their beer schedule, their beer release. Um. They tell you the malts that are in the beers. They tell you the hops that are in the beer. They tell you even the yeast that's in the beer. Um. 
So they have their um, their year-round releases, which are um, Dreamweaver, a wheat ale, um, Grand Cacao, which is a chocolate stout, Haze Charmer, which is a hazy pale ale, La Grave or La Grave, which is a triple golden ale, Jovial, which is a Belgian double. Perpetual, of course, is kind of their flagship as an IPA, yep. Sunshine Pills, um, and then Stroganator, which is a double bock is a year round. And I think they might be the only like major brewery that has a Doppelbach uh, year round available. Um, and I, I live in Ohio, which is one of their distribution States and I can see it pretty much any time of year. Um, I, I see it, you know, all the time and, and ever, you know, if I'm randomly in the mood for a uh, Doppelbach in the summer, which is rare, but if I am, I can usually find uh, I can find Troganator. Um, but they also do, yeah. Oh no, I was gonna say Troganager is uh, when I was doing my podcast. I always ask, you know, what's the beer that represents the city or, or the area in the case of South Central Pennsylvania? And they waffled because they pretty much just said, you know, you you could argue about several different beers from from Trogues, but they did decide, you know, Troganager was probably the one because it is unique in the fact that you don't see these Doppelbox very often, and they they've won medals for plenty of other beers too, but. Um, Tro- Troganator in general, or it specifically has won, uh, I believe I want to say it was four gold at GABF as well as a silver as well. And then some other medals as well at the world beer cup. So it's a, it's not only a staple beer for them. that's rare, but it's an award-winning beer as well. So it, it kind of carries the flag in that way. Yeah, I mean, they've won. Um, they actually have a, a pretty in-depth Wikipedia page. If you ever go to the Wikipedia page, they have won a, a good amount of awards at GABF, World Beer Cup. Um, and I, I don't know if they've won anything at U.S. Open, but uh, plenty of of, uh, of, 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 of uh, awards. Um, so the other thing that people get really excited about is their seasonal releases. Mm-hmm. So I think that there are definitely two that kind of stand out um one is mad elf which actually comes out in october is their christmas beer um fantastic beer it's a nice spicy belgian ale um a style that even though you know christmas beers are pretty popular um it is not one that is necessarily like every single other brewery is doing the same style and then i think the other one is nugget nectar which is a um an ipa that comes out in january um very very hoppy um fantastic beer they some of the other ones uh they've got double blizzard which comes out in december um they have an Oktoberfest, which i think i'm pretty sure i've tried their Oktoberfest. and the seasonal when i was there um what is trail day which is a dry hop pilsner which is quickly rising up my favorite style of uh of beers <laughs> anytime i get a dry hopped pilsner and it's done well yeah. I'm like, man, I could just drink. I'm, I'm all about the pills. I'm all about the pills yeah. too. And then they also have a, I know one of their other seasonals is that they have a, a hazy version of, of perpetual too, perpetual haze. Um, so that's, oh, yeah. One yeah. That, that they have in that. So yeah, they, they, they have a really good variety. Obviously, you know, they, they do quite a bit with the, with the hoppy beers, but when you, you know, you can't fault them too much for that when one of their other flagships is literally, as we said, a doppelbox. So it's not that they're just like all about the hops or anything. Like they, they, they pretty much run the gauntlet on different styles. Yeah, and I, I like also that, you know, in the tap room, they have plenty of, of different styles and they're separated by kind of how, which is probably the most common. Um, but for me, I'm like, you know, a lot of smaller breweries that might not have, you know, 20 plus beers on tap, they might have 10 or 12. And it's just like, 
we put them in whatever order, right? They're yes. in, and then you're like, mm-hmm. you find like I go and I find one. And I'm like, okay, I want that. And I mean, you're doing flights a lot, but um, if you're not doing flights, you're like, I want that. And then you get your beard and you're like, oh, I see they have this other style that I wanted. Um, I like that theirs are separated by style. Um, yeah. I actually tried um, when I was there, uh, the trail day, um, the dry hot Pilsner. I had field study, which is um, one of their newer IPAs. Um, Grand Cacao, which is a, one of the year, their year rounds, but I've never actually seen it in the wild here in Ohio. Um, and then they, I had their, um, lolly hop, dry hop, double IPA, mm. um, haze charmer, which was fantastic. The lolly hop was, was probably my favorite beer. And then something that they've been testing is coming, doing fruited sours in their tap room. I don't know that they've released any of these in, um, distribution yet, but they had a blackberry lime and they call it shebang. Um, but really enjoyed that as well. My, um, I think we had, we, we got a flight with that had that. And then I would say kind of at the end of the day, they're, they're probably best known for, for IPAs, but then again, you know, their flagship, you know, one of their flagships or core or whatever you want to call it is a, is a Doppelbox. So we keep, we keep coming back to, which is one of the ones that I of course tried on site there was, was the Troganator. And then I also had the, the flagship, the, the sunshine Pilsner. Um, and then for my IPA, I went with the lucky hauler which was their, one of their hazy IPAs. Uh, Cause about, I think I want to say looking at back, it was a little over half of the beers, maybe even close to two thirds of the beer were, were listed or hoppy when I visited. Um, but then the other one that I got was uh, passion fruit and guava tart ale. So, and I, and I said, I remember my write up, I said that the, the, the Troganator ended up being my, probably my favorite. Um, but I would say it's not one that I would sit back and drink three of, which, you know, <laughs> I yeah, could yeah. say probably about both the light tart ale and the Pilsner. Um, so again, I guess it kind of depends, you know, if I'm sitting down for one or if, you know, I'm having more than one, I guess you could say if I'm getting a six pack. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah. they were all, I mean, there wasn't a bad one in the bunch. I mean, my, the only downside was that I wasn't able to try more of what they had to offer, of course, which is the case at so many breweries that we visit, as you know. Um, but yeah, no, it, I, had a, I had a great experience with, with the beer for sure there. Yeah. I, um, I luckily have a, uh, have a, a, a person that goes with me that helps yes. that like my wife, if, if, um, you know, we, a lot of times we'll share a flight and then get, you know, a pint of something and, and whether it's, you know, sometimes it's something from our flight or sometimes it's something completely off the board. And we were both like, you know what? I think we're in the mood for, I w- and I, I rarely say this recently, but I was like, I'm in the mood for an IPA. <laughs> So I got the the lollipop double IPA and, and it hit the spot. It was fantastic. Um, I did want to mention too. So um, I actually, this was kind of the beginning of my my road trip, Joel. And, and I know you've done some pretty epic road trips. Um, I was pretty, pretty uh, proud of myself. So in, in a three day span, I went to Trogues, um, and then Omegang and Main Beer Co. and Allagash on the same day. So four breweries that people are on a lot of people's you know must visit or bucket list or whatever Yeah, one of those is one i still haven't been to so yeah. you know the omegang i that that's on my list as well so you know you, you got me beat to that one yeah and i had a really unique experience there as well and that we we actually went to a concert there yeah and, that's and, right i remember you know, seeing it was, that yeah it was it was fantastic and getting to experience it i wish that they would have kept um the, the way that they set up their concert stage they kind of use their um their tap room as kind of like the backstage area 
Mm. Um, so they don't have it open to the, the actual tap room open to the public when they do concerts. Uh-huh. Um, but I wish they would have had like the, the tap room open because I would have loved to like um, sneak in there at least to just check it, even just walk through. Um, but uh, unfortunately it wasn't open. Um, but then yeah, main beer co and Allagash. Um, I'm still, I feel like, uh, I feel like you, I'm still behind. I was there like two weeks ago and I'm, I'm still, still trying to catch up on, yeah. <laughs> on breweries and posting stuff. Um, but yeah, one the, of these uh, days I just got to do a whole dump and just do like 20 of them or something. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do to catch back up, but yeah. Yeah. And I even went to, um, in Portland, I went to Austin street has, mm-hmm. um, two locations and I went to both of them and I was like, Oh, I can just do both of these together. And I forgot as I, after, until after I posted it, I was like, oh, oh, yeah. I should have just done both of them together. Yeah. Um, I think it's fun to do like, um, it would be fun to do like, a uh, you know, like, for example, in Portland industrial way, there's five within basically across the street, like, you know, yeah. literal walking distance, um, to do something like that. Um, uh, my wife and I are going to talk about, we're going to, we're going to do an episode on our Portland's part of our trip and, and focus on Allagash, but then, you know, talk a little bit about industrial way as a whole and how that can be a brewery adventure or brewery travel in and of itself. I mean, you could spend, yeah. It, we pretty much spent an entire day there and we were taking our time because it's like, you know, you don't want to get hammered. It's very easy yeah. to just go back to back to back and be like, Oh, I can't drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we spent plenty of time at, at each place and you know, made sure we were hydrating and, and just sitting back and enjoying like, Hey, you know, people watching and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, the, I, I, so you also went to um, some more, some more places in that area. Um, I've been to, um, as I mentioned, uh, Appalachian and I, yeah. what's the other one called? Well, Hershey. I was going to say before I was going to wanted to shout out the one that I most wanted to shout out too, besides I mentioned Evergreen. Um, they had a delicious half of ice and I, they have got a really cool tap room also. Um, but the other one I really wanted to shout out that was probably who it might've been. It was definitely one of the top three with Trojan and Evergreen was uh, zero day. And they have a couple locations in Harrisburg um, and they had a really good variety of beers. I remember they had a delicious, I'm trying to remember if it was a Pilsner, I think it was. But then they had my favorite there was a mango habanero pale ale that was just Ooh. delicious. Yeah, um, and then one of the more unique breweries that I've been to um, was called Pizza Boy in Enola, which is just a little bit outside of Harrisburg. And um, hold on, let me pull up my notes because that one was you walked in and they had over 100 beers on tap. 46 of them were their own. And it's, it's the weirdest place because you, you walk in and it's this super laid back. It's a pizza place. It's a super laid back walk up pizza place where you walk up to the counter, order some pizza. They got a whole bunch of different pizzas too. And you go sit down at one of the, it's a, a, it's just a variety of a cluster of different tables and booths that's in the midst of the brewery. Like it's very, very laid back. Like, and then, like I said, then they just have like, I want to say it was like, it's eight TVs that are just all filled with beers, um, which <laughs> about half of them are supposedly their own too, which I just thought was flabbergasting, um, which I tried a wild ale there in a New England IPA. It was, it was just, like I said, very, very unique. Um, and yeah, they, you know, I also hit up there. I, I also went to Appalachian, uh, their location in Mechanicsburg. I really like the food there too, because that's a place that for people that are wondering, it's like a full 
like brew pub kind of experience. Yeah. They have like full restaurant and everything. And the one in Mechanicsburg at least was a really cool actual tap room as well. Like they did a really good job with the, with the space. So I would recommend checking that one out because they have locations kind of all over that, that region of the country. Um, so you're definitely able to, uh, you know, hit them all up, but yeah, no, yeah. There, there's definitely a handful of breweries that are, that are worth making the visit out there for. Yeah. The other one that I went to was uh Lancaster or Lancaster brewing in Harrisburg, mm. which I went there years and years ago. And I used to, when I would, I would travel for work, I would find places that also had food. So, um, you know, I would look for either a brew pub or, or something, you know, at least someone that had like a, you know, food window or something like that. And did want to mention Trogues does have food. They have like a yes. food truck snack the bar. They, have a, they, they call yeah. it the snack bar, I believe. Yeah. And then they have a food truck on their patio on, on yeah. weekends that they own. But uh, so yeah, definitely um, check out Trogues um, in Hershey, Pennsylvania, Joel. So um, this is always the fun part. So um, I've got some, uh, some fun stuff coming up. I know you, as, as we mentioned, um, are, are taking a little bit of a break, but you've done some new breweries in Wisconsin, including yes. one that I'm like, I definitely have to go there just because of the name. Yeah. And uh, and West Alice called Ope Brewing. Oh, if you're from with, the Midwest. With an exclamation, with an exclamation yeah. point, too, in the name. Like, that's the official part of the name is the exclamation point. So, Ope just got to squeeze by you there. Yeah. And if you're from the Midwest, you know exactly what, we're, exactly talking what we're talking about. How was uh, how was how was the beer at, at Ope? It was it was good. So they're new. So there was a little bit of a variety, but their sour program already is off to a really good start in my eyes. So I'm very excited to kind of follow up their trends. And then there's another one that just opened right down the street from them as well. Um, so West Alice, they had one open in 2016. It's a West suburb that bumps up to the West of Milwaukee. They had one open in 2016. Then they had another one open up last year. And then they have two more opening this year. So they've really, you know, kind of grown in, and they're all fairly close to one another uh, as well in, in the town. So it's, it's a really cool kind of little, little scene. And yeah, I'll be, I'll be home for most of the summer with, with the house stuff, but we're still hoping to uh, do a little more travel assignment. We're looking at going to Denver uh, maybe this fall. Um, and that'll probably be when I end up hitting a thousand breweries. Um, cause again, like I said, our life just kind of bounces around and you, know, like I said, we were originally planning on being in Denver this summer, but then we didn't think we we're going to be able to land a house in this market and we ended up being able to. So, uh, yeah, had to, yeah, had to kind of had to change our plans in, in that account, but, uh, I still got lots of breweries. If you're following me on, on uh, the social media, which I guess if you want me to shop that stuff out here now, uh, we've got a uh, Twitter brewery travels, Instagram brewery underscore travels, my website, the as well as the, aforementioned brewery travels podcast um but yeah i've got breweries still from the pacific northwest to finish posting about as well as from our road trip back home that included stops through montana and idaho and north dakota so um yeah lot, lots of good stuff still to share and hopefully more to, more to come down the road uh but i know you still have some other stuff coming up as well yeah so um i'm trying to catch up on on my breweries as well including uh, catching up on, on the podcast. Um, I want to do, uh, I went to Chicago uh, in the beginning of May and mm -hmm. do an episode kind of recapping that uh, with my brother. Love the Joe. Chicago beer scene. So, so good. Um, I feel like I've done so much on Chicago this year, but there's still so much more. That oh I yeah. Do. No, you, yeah. You, there's, there are so many worthy breweries to do an episode on in Chicago. That's the problem. Yeah. And then, um, my our, my trip with with my wife we went to as i mentioned we went to um uh pennsylvania cooperstown new york mm -hmm. um cooperstown would be you know oh my gang is definitely going to get an episode at some point oh yeah um, it's it's worth it 
And then uh, we're going to talk. We're going to do an episode on on Allagash and, and Portland, Maine in general. Which you also have an episode on Portland. Yes. Um, and so that's recapping. Um, and then going forward, this weekend I'll be in Grand Rapids, Michigan, which I've never visited. I'm excited for you to do that. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on speciation in particular. Yeah, I'm staying right by speciation and brewery vivant. So those are the two. That's a, that's a, that's a pretty good one-two punch right there. Yeah. Um, and then a, a handful of other ones um, in, in Grand Rapids and then going to be in Michigan City, which th- they have either three or four breweries, but there's only one that I haven't been to. So I'm going to go to that one um, called Burnham Brewing. Um, mm-hmm. And then not as much for the rest of the summer. But uh, yeah, I did want to mention. So um, your Portland episode, uh, Don, who was on the episode as one of the guests, actually, I went and did a bike tour uh the the main bruise cruise bike tour um and he was our our uh, tour guide so yep. it was a fantastic experience and i walked up and he was like how did you hear about us and i was like oh i heard you about you on a podcast my my friend joel has a podcast and um yeah it was we went to to oxbow bellflower which i think I don't think either one of those were open when you, when I, you they were, were not, they were not, which I, which I need to get back to because I've heard nothing but incredible things about both of those places. Yeah. Um, but we had a, a fantastic time in, in Portland. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I would definitely go back. I mean, we hit most of the, most of the high notes. Um, but you know, it's always worth, worth going back and oh yeah, we drove through, um, like kind of went the back way, went through Vermont and New Hampshire and, I wish we would have had more time because I would have loved to spend, you know, half a day in Vermont, half a day in New Hampshire and yeah, then go to, sure. to Portland um, just because I've never been to breweries in either one of those. And we actually um, passed breweries like right on our, like just kind of, we didn't know we were just driving and like, Oh, there's a brewery. And one yeah. of them in, in uh, Vermont had this awesome, you know, lookout, awesome view. And, and it would have been great, but it was like, 10 a.m. when we, <laughs> we drove past when you're passing by through there it's like yeah um and then we passed one like right on our we literally passed it on uh on the road that we were on in new hampshire as well so uh, we should have just started later in the day um <laughs> those two. uh but yeah um thanks so much for joining me um i know uh check out brewery travels uh on on twitter and brewery underscore travels on instagram um, also, make sure to check out MMAMcKinney.com for uh, all of my brewery adventures. I've got articles about Chicago and Portland coming up and also Cooperstown. And then that's where you can find all the podcast episodes and all that fun stuff. And be sure to check out Brewery Adventures on Instagram as well. Thanks so much. We'll be back next week with another episode. Remember when you riding in your car? Not thinking about much, didn't get too far. 19 miles till the gas ran now And I never walked that far before It tastes like candy and cigarettes And at that point Hadn't tasted anything better yet Got that love that can make a man Got those eyes make a man forget Say that you love me too Say that you call every single day